Hello everyone and welcome back to season two of Grad Stories. My name is Holly and to kick off this new season, today I'll be chatting to recent film studies scholar Peggy McHale about her tumultuous transition from full-time student to full-time Dublin International Film Festival administrator. If you're interested in finding out more about DIFF and the obstacles one can face when doing the dreaded job search, then be sure to keep listening. So if my guest could please introduce herself. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Peggy McHale. Um, I am a graduate of Trinity College. I graduated uh, in October, just gone, um, from film studies and English literature. And I'm currently working for the Dublin International Film Festival. Okay, amazing. So would you be able to tell us a bit about your job and maybe how you went about getting this job? Because I know a lot of people that graduate... You know, we're in this, like, strange liminal space Yeah. where our parents are telling us, you got to get a job, and you're like, I literally just graduated. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, that was a bit that. So my official title is um, Junior Programmer and Administrative Assistant. So basically, I work with the festival director, Gronja Humphreys, to assist with uh, putting together a program of films. So... Uh, that's kind of like contacting distribution companies who she has a relationship with and kind of saying like do you have any films that are coming out for the festival in February that line up with when we want to show them um, and also helping to manage our submissions from the public so we've got about 1200 submissions this year from the public you pay to to enter your film so that's 1200 is a mix of like feature films documentaries and then short films um, and I've been helping to like make sure that they all get watched in time um, but yeah, that, that liminal space right after you finish college, uh, I was there. It was really rough. I got very, very lucky to get this job. Um, so I finished with everybody else in like May um, and I'm from Cork. So I had to move back to Cork because I couldn't stay in Dublin because I didn't have a job and I couldn't afford the rent. And I think my little sister's best friend got me a job working in a restaurant in my hometown um, which was you know it was nice and it just kept a bit of money coming in and it meant that I had something to do um, but I had no plan and I was like I'll just do this for a few months and then like maybe try and get a visa to go to like America or Europe or something but I was on a holiday with my friends and uh, the film studies secretary was still sending all of us emails, um, just circulating kind of job information or like events that were on. And she sent us an email uh, from Dublin International Film Festival advertising a job for a junior programmer slash administrative assistant. And I was really, really sick on this holiday. And I was like lying in my bed, like feeling horrible. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Holly was looking after me. Um, and in, in between rounds of nausea, I was looking at my phone and I was like, oh, my God this job sounds perfect, I will apply if the application date is sometime after I go home and I'm not sick anymore. Um, because the job just, I got really lucky, it was perfect for me and I think a lot of other people in our class who read the email were like, that is not for me, but I think it's for Peggy. <laughs> uh, because the advertisement was very heavy on the administrative side, uh, which is kind of ironic because coming into the job, it's much more heavy on the programmer side. But yeah, I just saw it and like it was like the stars aligned and suddenly I was like, hey, I can quit my waitressing job and I can move back to Dublin and, uh, and do this for a year and then kind of push the liminal space down the line to figure out what I'll do after that. Okay, wow, that is quite the process. Um, so you mentioned that this is like your first time going for 
a big girl job is what I'm going to do this yeah, as. Absolutely. Um, was there any like self-doubt that you had to overcome for this interview? Because um, I don't know, before this, before you worked in the restaurant, did you have any experience like going for interviews? I didn't have any interview experience before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really nervous submitting my CV. And I think I was so nervous because I wanted the job so much. Like, normally, I think going for certain jobs, you're, there's a feeling of like, oh, you know, I would, I would really like to get it for, you know, because of the money or because of what the job is. But I don't, like, it's okay if I don't succeed. Because like, we all know, like, when you're applying for jobs, like, there's always a chance that you won't get it. And that's just life because only one person can, can get it in the end. So I was really, really nervous putting my CV together because my CV wasn't very strong in terms of, like, I'd been very lucky during college. I was on a scholarship, so I didn't have to work um, to support myself. My parents were very supportive. but I, So I didn't really have anything to put on it. But I had lots of, like, unpaid work with the Film Society in Trinity that I had been working really hard at for four years just to build up some mm-hmm. kind of, like, producing experience or editing or cinematography. Um, so there was just a lot of that. But I wrote a cover letter uh, trying to I think that was part of the application you had to write a cover letter but I I really put my whole heart into the cover letter and I was like this is why I am perfect for your job like here are my skills here's where what's on my CV like literally can make me good at what you need me to do and I went on the Trinity Career website like I never thought I would look at that I'll be honest (laughs) but I went on that website and they were like here's how to do the CD here's how to do the cover letter and I followed it step by step and I just put like my whole belief into it and then I got an email saying I had an interview and then I had to go back to the website and be like how do I do an interview like what do I say and the advice there was really really good it was like research the the job, research the company, which I just never would have thought to do, but obviously it makes sense because I'd never been to the festival. I was kind of chancing my arm. I'd only been to the Berlin Film Festival and I hadn't been to any other film festivals because I thought I didn't like them. (laughs) I was wrong. Um, And yeah, so I kind of did all the prep um, that I could and I did the interview and I, I felt I did quite well, but because I'd never done one before, I was like, who knows? And it was over Zoom, so kind of hard to tell, and there had been Wi-Fi connections. And I came out of it, and my parents were like, well, you know, like, was it, how did it go? And I'm like, I think either I, like, aced it, or it was, like, mid, and I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling, oh my god. So yeah, bad. so that was, that was the interview process. I was very nervous, but I was just so like determined like I wanted it so much and all of my friends who I would talk to would be like they have to hire you because (laughs) you're perfect for the job you you are perfect for the job and you got it Um, and it's great that you went to the career service and that was able to help you out I know that you and I also took part in a like careers class yeah um, which is really helpful super helpful there's a lot of resources there they help you with your CV help you with like how to manage an interview you know those yeah you can do practice interviews as yeah, well I didn't have enough time to sign up for one of those but I was very much going to um, but it was a really short notice to do the interview and they were like let's do it in like 48 hours and I was like oh okay cool yeah. these things sometimes they just fall out of the sky and you just gotta you just gotta sometimes go you gotta it. take what they throw at you I think yeah it's That's the something. ultimate thing of like you just don't know what's gonna come next like my plan had been to work as a waitress all summer and then it was literally like we graduated in May or we finished college in May and then mid-July I had a nine to five 
mm-hmm. that I really, really liked. <laughs> and I, I think it's great. You mentioned as well that even though you felt you didn't have proper experience as like other people would, you still put down all of your skills and stuff that you did during college, like you were on um, the film sock. Yeah, that was something that the career service was really helpful with because I think the reason we had a class with them is because art students are famously like not (laughs) great at our CVs because it's a lot of unpaid stuff and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us were just doing CVs of like like quote unquote real work Mm -hmm. Um, and when Orla came in to talk to us she was like no if you've like helped make a short film I don't care if you weren't paid like that's a job and you did it and then you put it on your CV so suddenly I was like oh well my like measly little like oh I did a few bits and bobs when I was 16 kind of CV is like well I've I've produced this and I've executive produced this and I organized this and I edited this and it's like oh okay (laughs) actually like in the arts it's more flexible definitely what that is but yeah I think it's about selling yourself in the arts Exactly, exactly. And like I really read the job description for what diff we're looking for. And then I was like, okay, well, here's where I know how to do that. Maybe it's not obvious that I know how to do that, but I'm like, no, I'm like, you need someone organized. I'm really organized. I've organized film sets. Like it helps that I just love movies. So if you're asking me to watch a load of movies, I will do that. Like no complaints. Um, but yeah, it's really about like figuring out what your employer wants and then making yourself that person. Like not lying, but just <laughs> showing them your experience in the correct lighting, I guess is what I would say. Wow. <laughs> You're very inspirational. <laughs> so that Thank was you. amazing. I would also like to ask you about your internship in general. So I know you already kind of outlined what the the job is, but if you want to kind of go through maybe some of the things that you do and maybe some of the skills you picked up in college that has actually helped. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's kind of a funny one because like studying film in college, like I think a lot of people are like, oh, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. But (laughs) working in a film festival, like I need to know a lot of the things I learned. Like a lot of okay. the just the kind of maybe some more boring academic, like you just have to learn about certain directors and certain films. But my boss, like, will come out and just start talking about filmmakers that she knows, and I have to know what she's talking about so that she gets upset. <laughs> she'll be like, "What do you mean you don't know this person?" So I'm like, "Yeah, I remember him. I did, I did a paper on him, and I read about this person. I've seen those movies, you know." So actually, weirdly, the kind of cache of knowledge that I have that Trinity like like had me learn over the course of my degree is coming in handy um and even like the English degree just being able to like be articulate and to write like I write so many emails just all the time and I don't hate it because they're about movies so it's great but like I have to talk to a lot of people very frequently um and it just helps that like I've been writing essays for four years so I know how to compose things Mm. Um, especially when I started um, and my bosses were trying to figure out like exactly what I could do and how I could help them we do a lot of um, funding applications to like the Arts Council to Screen Ireland because we're uh, we're not not for profit company or not for profit organization so like we have no money (laughs) we need to get money every year to run the festival Mm -hmm. and we need a lot of it Um, so I had to help with like putting together like explaining to people in the government like what do we do and why should they give us money to keep doing it like why it matters um so yeah I kind of do a a lot of different things it kind of depends on the day so there was a lot of writing funding applications but most of them have been submitted now so that's great 
God, like, just a lot of emails. I have to talk to a lot of filmmakers, so I'm kind of the first line of defense, as it were. So instead okay. of my boss having to get a mm-hmm. thousand emails, I get a thousand emails. <laughs> and the important ones get sent on to her, and the not-so-important ones I can be like, oh, yeah, like, here's how to answer this question. Like, here's... A lot of it is tech help with submitting things, or people just wondering, like, did you get my film? I submitted it. Is it there? And I'm like, yeah, we have it. Like, we'll be in touch in however many weeks when we decide if you're going to watch it. Um, I help to organize. We have a team of 12 screening people like screeners is what we call them Mm -hmm. so they watch uh the 1200 submissions um so i organize them i like dole up dole out how many films they have to watch per week and then they check in with me and i just kind of make sure that that is running smoothly um i've been making powerpoints to send to embassies so if we have say like uh we have a few canadian films So I'll do a a PowerPoint being like, hi, Canadian Embassy, Uh, these are the films that we're bringing to the festival, and here are the guests we're bringing, and here's what we're going to do with them. And if there's other things connected to Canada that happen to be in the festival, I'll put those in as well, and I'll say, like, can you please give us some money? And, like, here's a rough budget of how much we'd be asking, like, flying in the guests, having hotels, like, how much to put on the, the movies. And sometimes they say no, and sometimes... They come back and they're like, yes, here's the money you asked for. And we're like, yay, more money. Um, yeah, and I, I, I watch a lot of movies that my boss will be like, hey, we just got this great new film. Here's the link. Go watch it. So Yeah, that's amazing, especially because, um, like, obviously you studied film because you have an interest in it. So would you encourage other people, if they're interested in the subject, subject they're doing, but they feel they're not able to go into the field yet, they should just go into the field anyway? Yeah, to well, I mean, it's easy for me to say. I think, like, I've seen like a lot of other people that it is really, it's really difficult to commit to kind of. I don't want to say following your dreams, but like (laughs) committing to your passions. Genuinely, though. Yeah, like when I picked to do film and English in college, you know, I got a lot of people. My parents were supportive because they my mum had done arts and my dad had done law and hadn't really liked it so they were like no it's okay like you can you can do it like we know we believe that you're hardworking enough that like either it works out or if it doesn't you can you can work in something else someone will hire you and I was like okay that's Mm -hmm. a fair point um and then you know kind of the four years you're like how am I gonna get a job because like it is the real world and it's scary and it's difficult but um it's just like when you when you love it and you're willing to like go through the scary times because of loving it, it can really work out. And you can be doing something you never, ever thought you'd be doing, but you can still love it. Because it's like, I, I get to work like around movies every day. Like If you told me that even a year ago, I would have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you got a job? Um, but I've been, I've been in that boat of for like a lot of filmmakers, a lot of freelance people. It's, it's kind of rare to get something that's full-time it's a lot of freelance work it's a lot of part-time usually multiple part-times at the same time um but I I think if you don't try you'll always wonder what if and I think that's worse Mm. um oh I like that yeah yeah (laughs) that's very inspirational (laughs) I quite like that so you mentioned that diff has screeners right um and when I was looking up about diff online (laughs) I see that you have a student network yes yes so would you like to tell us a bit about that? Because maybe if we could open the door to maybe more opportunities in the future for other people that might want to like, take part in DIV. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So the, our student network is something we've just launched, um, which is really fantastic. So it's a mailing list specifically for students. Um, 
And it just means that we can, like our priority at the moment is targeting 18 to 25 year olds because like, we haven't, we've been getting like great audiences and we do love our audiences, but we haven't been getting as many people from that age group. And like, we really want them to come to the festival and to be involved. And as someone in that age bracket who loves cinema, I was like, yeah, we should absolutely be getting people in. Um, so you can sign up. I think the easiest way to sign up would be via the link tree in our Instagram. So we're at Dublin Film Festival on Instagram. Um, and then there's a link to the student network in our bio. But if you sign up, you'll get like early access to films. Like we have a, we hold a lot of preview screenings throughout the year and we are always sending tickets and offers of tickets or like the first 10 to sign up to our student network. Like they're the guys who get priority from us because also like they show up <laughs> and it's really great. And the energy that comes in when you have a screening that's a, a lot of 18 to 25 year olds, it just feels different. Like we did a screening I know, I think this is coming out in, what, January, mm, February? Around that time. But, so back in October, we did a screening of Bottoms, mm. and the energy was just absolutely insane, because we had, like, loads and loads of students, because we really, really pushed it to them. We pushed it to our student network, we pushed it to our, like, contacts in the film societies around the city, and it was just fantastic. So, like, it's only reinforced to us how much we really want to, mm. like, garner that interest. And then anytime we ha- are looking for, like, young people to come in and fill full-time or part-time roles, the student network is the one that's going to see it first. Um, and they're also, we have a few, like, we have allocations of discounted tickets for during the festival, which, again, like, first priority is our student network. And we say student, if you're under 25, it doesn't matter if you're in education or you're only in part-time, like, please sign up because that's, you know, we're kind of taking the leap card approach that you're a student if you're under 25. Um, so, yeah, the, the student network is, like, something we're really proud of and, like, really pushing at the moment just to kind of show everyone, like, our funders and our audiences, like, our priority. Because also, like, those are the people who are submitting mm. a lot of films. Like, a lot of our short films are coming from people fresh out of university, fresh out of college, and we run First Frame every year as well, which is our, uh, it's like a mini kind of, I wouldn't say a mini festival, it's almost like a mini like strand of the festival that's only for college students uh, making their first films. And we take submissions for that every year, like usually through the institutions, because like if you've made something for class, it would be eligible. Um, and then we have an award ceremony. We do two screenings of the films, one in Limerick and one in Dublin. Um, and we have awards for like best documentary, best experimental, best direction. And those people who like come to First Frame, as well as the student network, that's a really good feeder into the festival. Like a couple, at least two of our screeners this year were in First Frame last year and won awards because like you know then you this is so much of film is networking. It is you get to yeah. meet us. We remember you. We remember your names. Um, and then our screener team, like a lot of them will come on, will stay on and do other work for us. So at the moment, um, we're setting up a season of films in December of Hong Kong cinema. And we've asked our screeners to do the Q and A's, mm-hmm. which is like really cool. Like I just like never knew that was a thing or I would have signed up because you can just go and get paid to watch movies and then like get paid to talk to directors mm-hmm. in public. Like that's so <laughs> cool. And then you can put that on your CV and then like, if you came back to us and were like, hey, we have a film to submit, we'd be like, yeah, great. We remember you. We really liked you. And the same with our volunteers program. We love getting student volunteers to help us with the festival. Like, we need people to help, like, scan tickets and, like, run and get stuff. Like, it's the same as being a runner on a set. Like, we need bodies because um, the festival goes on for, like, 10 days. 
and we're a small team so we can't be everywhere all at once so we love getting our, our volunteers in and they're such good energy and then like a lot of a lot of them come back year after year or they come back and then they have a film or they come back and they be a screener or the screeners are volunteers like it's just a really really nice community so yeah sign up to the student network sign up to be a volunteer send us your films like we are itching for all of it Wow, that is amazing. Okay, I hope everyone was listening. There's opportunities out there. When you think there isn't, there is. <laughs> so I think maybe one of the last questions I will ask you, you mentioned the scary word, networking. So please, if you could give advice to any students that are coming out of college and that they're, you know, they're in the working world and they just feel so isolated because, you know, the working world is... It's like it's like a community that you have to break into sometimes. Yeah. So any advice for anyone that is looking to network? God, it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Like I appreciate how difficult it is to just feel like you're on the outside and you kind of don't know what to do or where to go or who to ask. Um, the best advice I would give is not advice that I've necessarily followed, but it's ones I've seen my friends doing, is that just like start researching the area that you're interested in whatever it may be and find people's emails and just you know be don't be annoying be nice but you know if you reach out and you're like hi I'm really interested in x like I would love to talk to you or if you could point me to somewhere where I could get more information about it you know or if, if you're hiring if you could tell me where because through your own research you'll probably find that stuff anyway but if you can't emailing someone and being like look this is who I am this is what I want to do I would just really appreciate like a minute of your time to just help me out and some like sometimes you'll get nothing and sometimes you'll get someone who's like oh my god let's get coffee and they'll you can ask them any questions or they can just tell you a bit about their job um, mm. and that's that's in the very direct sense of like going out and finding people in the more general thing of like and it's, it's really hard because I feel like a lot of people in film, especially like film students, are really introverted. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a very anxious person. I don't like talking to strangers. Mm. Um, but you have this wonderful thing of like everybody likes movies. So if you're at like events, like you need to go to events and you need to, what was it our, one of our lecturers said, like go stand by the coffee machine and talk to people. <laughs> you kind of need to be that guy and just, you know, you want to have something to say, even if that's just like, I'm a film student and I'm really interested in like an area. You never know who's going to be like, oh, I know someone with a connection there or I can get you in here. I can get you a conversation with. And eventually like you will find the opportunities come up. But networking is like, it's really, it's hard. And especially like even in my job, there's a lot of grown-ups who have very serious jobs, not all of them in film. And like you, I just got to talk to them. Um, and I still don't know that I figured out exactly how to do that, but just be be nice and polite and do remember that people are busy. So you won't always get a response and sometimes the response may not be very nice, but most people are nice and they're willing to talk to you. And a lot of people like what they do. So if you're asking them about their job, like when you're not asking them for a favor, if you're asking them about what they do and you're asking for information because you're genuinely interested, you're genuinely curious, 99% of people will be happy to talk to you about that and just say like, oh my goodness, great, someone who, like, cares what I'm doing. Like me, I've come on this podcast to talk about my job. I love my job. I will talk to anybody about my job. The trick is getting me to shut up about my job. <laughs> a lot of people are like that. So, yeah, networking is terrifying, but I think it gets easier the more you do it, and people people are nice if you're nice to people. Okay. Wow, I think that is a really good note to end on. 
another inspirational quote. <laughs> I'm just full of them today. <laughs> right, so Peggy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And if anyone has any interest in getting into the film industry and anything, I have links in the description below that you can click on and be sure to check out the Career Service website. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. And make sure to come to the festival, which will run from the 22nd of February to the 2nd of March. Okay, amazing. See you all there. See you there. (laughs)